Welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Shots Podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Mark Johnson and Chuck Johnson back in the booth uh, after a little hiatus. Welcome back, Chuck. Thank you. Yeah, contract negotiations. I was holding out. <laughs> it, was, it was a tough hold out. It was. Played a little hardball, but I'm back. You're here. Uh, a little different setup for us today. We're in, we're in Pebble Beach, one of our another great uh, great venues for us in a, in a meeting setting. Um, but uh, nonetheless, we've uh, we've got another uh, great guest on the line joining us via the telephone. We have uh, Kaylin Dolby from uh, DL now, uh, one of the pros down there. You might recognize the last name when we had Tom on. But Kaylin, welcome uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for Thanks. joining yeah, us. I appreciate you having uh, me on. It's been uh, it's been a hectic last couple of weeks for you. I know we were just talking off air a little bit. Uh, we brought up you were uh, helping run the the Pine to Palm down there uh, at DL, and and things haven't quite slowed down for you there huh? with a couple more uh, corporate events and and whatnot going on. Yeah, we had a our, you know our first Pine to Palm is under our belts, and it was a great week, a busy week. Uh, and then we just kind of jumped into some bigger outings. We had a 61 uh, player five some outing on Friday, right after the Pine to Palm. So uh, we're still going strong here with golf. How's how's the golf course hold up with that? Because I know it was just it was fantastic. Uh, you know, when we were down there for the Pine, it was uh, you know something Mark and I talked about on the show uh, last week. But you know, with all that traffic, how's that golf course holding up? Yeah, the golf course uh, actually held up great all week. Uh, we did have a couple uh, pretty big weather delays and some weather on the golf course during the Pine to Palm. But uh, luckily, you know, we have a great superintendent and he's done a great job and all the players uh, did a great job of taking care of the golf course. So the golf course is in still in phenomenal shape uh, after it. So that's a good thing. It looked like even the week leading up to like the Sunday before the Pine, you had volunteers come out and fill divots even, right? <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, we planned a couple uh, divot filling party uh, nights two weeks prior to the Pine to Palm. Uh, we had two nights where we had about 30 members come out for each night and uh, filled some divots on every single hole and then gave them some pizza and a drink afterwards. So uh, that really helped as well. Yeah, it's, that's, that's neat idea. to involve yeah involve people like that and, and they take pride in their golf course and they should. I mean, I was out there uh, watching some action. I had an opportunity to referee a match. The golf course held up really nice, and and the greens had that sound to them when the ball hit. It was firm, but you know, fair, firm but fair. And uh, you know, the green speeds. I know some struggled with how fast the greens were because the slopes out there get a little interesting. So, congratulations to, you, to the whole committee. I know it's a big group that pulled that off, but uh, the work you guys did for that, your superintendent, you guys should uh, really be commended. Yeah, thanks. And that's, um, you know, that's something I think that goes kind of under the radar as far as just how big this golf tournament is, the Pine to Palm, because you had, uh, how many how many people were in championship alone? Was that like 140 something? I think it was 140 in championship. Yeah, so 488 participants total in the entire field. Uh, wow. You know, we had anywhere from 1,000 to 1,500 spectators on property every day. What uh, uh, what What's something like that? like to like to run you know i mean obviously with this one being your first you, there is a certain level of preparation is that like a year-round preparation kind of deal for this yeah basically you know they're i mean they have a phenomenal committee uh that you know they're basically getting started now for next year already on it uh, so it's pretty much a year-long process and they really have it down i mean we had over 200 volunteers you know for starting and rangering um and scoring and stuff so they really have it down uh to the t on how to run it which makes things go smoother um we did have a couple weather delays we had to uh, we ended up having to do a triple shotgun on wednesday 
a 6 a.m. and 8.45 and a 2 p.m. to get all the qualifying matches done uh, because of a big weather delay Tuesday night. So that sort of threw a wrench in it, but uh, we were able to get them all in and uh, start the match play on Thursday right away. Yeah, that was a, a very impressive day. Just following along and and trying to kind of guesstimate what uh, what you guys what your next move was going to be, and and for you guys to finish that up and really didn't have a, a hindrance to the golf tournament, which was uh, which was awesome. So yeah, nothing nothing but good things for you um, on on our end from from how the tournament held up, and we're we're kind of giggling right now, but uh, looks like we've got a, a Ken role play from uh, Barbie just walked down the tee line here. I thought it was Ric Flair. <laughs> or Rick Ric Flair. <laughs> I almost stepped out just to go get an autograph. Yeah. It's a, that's a generational difference there. So I, you maybe know, Ric Flair. I wasn't a Ric Flair kid. Sorry, Kayla. Uh, yeah, but we should pivot this camera right now. It's that beautiful. <laughs> I just see outfits for the three of us going forward, guys. <laughs> that oh, is. How is he going to swing in that jacket? Oh, he's taking it off. Okay. Well, and and besides the fact it's 85 degrees out right now, it's a full, full fur coat. So that's beautiful. That's good. The, the kind of things you see here, uh, that's that's awesome. How about, uh, Kalen, do you have any crazy ruling stories from this year? I know last year there were a couple of crazy rules. I think Nate Dezeal hit one into the pro shop last year. What? Uh, yeah, yeah went that. in the door of the golf shop last year. Come on. Yeah, from hole five. I, uh, not that I really heard of, you know, I really was more, uh, I was more involved inside the clubhouse, making sure we got 2000 people fed every day out of the kitchen. Uh, I never really made it out on the course to make any rulings, but I didn't hear of any really obscure rulings that they have this year. So pretty, pretty okay. calm in that aspect. huh? Yeah. I heard there was a legitimate question. I was listening to a, a podcast, a legitimate question that one of the competitors who was on the podcast asked if there was a like a circle no a double par rule like he was in qualifying in the flights and he made an 11 on hole 12 and he like legitimately asked can i do that or is it like double par the max score you can take there's no max score in this right (laughs) oh wow that's the first i heard of that one it was uh you know, not to not to call him out, but to call him out. That was our friends on the on the double bogey show. I think that was uh, Tyler Ziegler had a nice little uh, nice nice little qualifying round for him. But those guys had fun, and that just goes to show the the quality of golf that you guys can push through there. Not only at the top end on on championship, but you, then you get the flights uh, too. Is just it's it's great uh, great golf all around. Um. But not to pivot here too fast, but the, you know the the main reason we were having you on is when we were talking when we were down there. We talked a little bit. You've got quite a day of golf coming up on uh, on the twenty fourth here. So in two days from when we record, when this comes out Wednesday, it'll be Thursday. Um, but you yourself and I believe a couple juniors, you're you're attempting a hundred holes of golf in one day. Is that correct? Correct. So uh, myself and five juniors, we're gonna walk a hundred holes. Uh, walk. and raise money Jeez. for, uh, and we're walking. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we're going to raise money for our uh, growth of the game foundation. Wow. Uh, so this, this challenge kind of started last year. There was three boys, uh, Brett Gatheridge and Parker Christensen and Sully Broughton decided last year that they were going to play a hundred holes to raise money. And they walked a hundred holes last year and, uh, they did, it was about 22.5 miles. Uh, it took them about 12 and a half hours. Wow. And so when I heard it and I'm on the board for the growth of the game this year, and I was like, well, I said, I'll join you guys. Uh, and then uh, I got two other girls uh, to join as well. So Tatum Gatheridge and Sophie Christensen are also going to play. So we're going to have two groups. We're going to start at 630 in the morning. 
uh, and hope to finish about seven at night. Our goal is to raise uh, $6,000 for our uh, Growth of the Game Foundation. Beautiful. That is awesome. And and I know um, being at, at Sweet Shots and, and, and just kind of being in a part of the growing growing the game, getting people into golf, I think is a great way to do it. Um, and you guys are absolutely, uh, you're on to something here, but a hundred holes of golf and you're walking it. I mean, that's, now are you playing, yeah. are you playing the, the Pine to Palm course or are you across the street at Lakeview? Well, I wish we were playing the Pine to Palm golf course because that one's a little flatter, but we are playing Lakeview. <laughs> Boy, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's got some hills on, on top of it. So, so how does it work to, are you, are you taking pledges per hole you play or how, how does, so how does somebody. A couple different options. So yep. they can, uh, people can pledge per hole that we play or if they can just do a flat donation as well. Uh, so I think we're, uh, already well over half of our goal of pledges and, uh, flat donations that we've received so far. Uh, so we're on our way to get to that $6,000 goal, but, uh, yeah, a hundred holes. That's great. I haven't played, a, I haven't played a hundred holes yet this summer. <laughs> so if, if <laughs> listeners, when they hear this podcast wanted to pledge or donate, do you guys have a website or how, how would one go about doing that? So they can, uh, you know, if they're from the area, they can stop into either golf shop and pick up a pledge sheet. If they're not, uh, they can call either golf shop and we can take a credit card over the phone or they can mail a check-in uh, for a pledge. Okay. Perfect. Sounds like you have people calling in right, right now, now to yeah. pledge. That's it's me. Like, it's like a telethon here, Jerry Lewis telethon. <laughs> they might be calling in right now. That could be. <laughs> well, the community is important the Detroit Lakes area, you know, it's a testament to the youth programs that they, success is, is seen at the high school level, right? I mean, the, the boys yep. and girls high school have been very successful, but that starts yeah, at that absolutely. ground root, uh, ground roots level where I know you were busy out there. Can you give us a glimpse? I thought I saw a post on a summary of all your junior work uh, clinics and things like that. Can you give us a little rundown how active youth golf is in Detroit Lakes? Yeah, so we just uh, finished our 59th session of junior golf camp last week. Uh, I had 382 registrations this year in our camps, and then we had kids from 19 different states. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, you know anywhere from ages 5 to up to uh, 15 were in our camps, and then I had about 14 instructors and myself. All of our instructors are either on the golf teams uh, or have graduated. So um, they're really great at, you know, helping out and sort of being mentors for the next uh, kids coming up through the programs. Wow. Uh, but yeah, 59 sessions of camp. So that's that, impressive. That'll keep you busy. That'll <laughs> keep you very busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caitlin, you mentioned that growth of the game foundation. Can you talk a little bit about, more about is that something local there or? Yeah, so it is a local foundation. So it, uh, it helps promote the game of golf for area youth. So it's uh, purchased and donates, uh, has donated clubs to youth golfers. So this year we went up to uh, White uh, Bear Golf Club um, up on the reservation, and we gave a clinic this year to 40 kids up there that had never touched a club before. Mm -hmm. um, and we're hoping to purchase some clubs and just leave some clubs up at their golf course for kids to use. Yep. Uh, the foundation also awards, awards uh, college scholarships to high school golfers. They sponsored Women's Golf Day, uh, which we had last week. And then we also hold a big uh, youth clinic in the June. I think, Mark, you came over and actually helped us instruct at that clinic. Uh, that's a free clinic for any kid in the area to stop out and you know try the game of golf out. And then uh, last year, they purchased a new simulator uh, room for the Detroit Lakes High School. 
And then uh, we have a couple things on our horizon. We really want to put in a bunker on our practice facility um, for the high school kids to be able to use uh, during their season and then other players as well down by the range. Uh, And then we'd like to get another eight-person people mover cart. Um, And then the foundation has just uh, approved we're uh, purchasing 24 new hitting maps for our range as well. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. A lot of lot of great work in there. I mean, it's a great cause. And again, being able to grow the game like you guys are and um, obviously a tremendous, tremendous response from the community. And, and it's really, really great to to see what you guys are doing. Um, but 100 holes, that's uh, that's a lot of golf and you guys are doing it for the right cause. And, and uh, I, I really wish you the best of luck. I hope uh, hope you're using a Sunday bag or something a little lighter than a, than a staff bag. <laughs> I'm taking five golf clubs and a Sunday bag. Perfect. <laughs> and I have five pairs of shoes to change after each round. <laughs> okay, 100 holes. How many birdies do you think? Let's set the line right now. How many birdies are you going to make in 100 holes, Gail? Uh, so me personally, so yep. I'm going to go I'm going to go 22 birdies. Wow. 22 birdies. A little under a quarter of the what, holes. Whoa, 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 whoa. What tees are you playing? <laughs> Well, I'm playing the uh, forward tee. Okay, all right. <laughs> Twenty-two is the line. Ooh, that's a that's an aggressive line. Twenty-two birdies out of a hundred holes. Twenty-two out of hundred. I'm taking holes. the under. Wow. I'm taking okay. the under. I'm gonna play hard. I like I like the uh, Lakeview track. I th- I'm gonna take the over just because I mean that's a hundred holes. You're gonna find the groove. You get to you repeat. You're gonna know every every club you're hitting. I'm taking the over. Uh huh. Well, Kaylin, I was going to say over, but then you said five minutes ago that's more holes than you played all year. So I'm going to take the under as well. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like I got, I'm the only one that's got uh, that's got some faith left in you. Right. So thanks, I appreciate that. Anytime, Kaylin. Anytime. Well, again, uh, thanks so much for taking some time hopping on with us. Uh, for our listeners, make sure if you're in the DL area, stop in. Yep. Um, or call the pro shop. Or call the pro Pledge. shop. Yep. Um, Donate. Uh, yeah, and we, uh, if you want to stop, anyone wants to stop out on uh, Thursday to watch us play and see if we uh, survive. There you uh, go. You know, uh, spectators are welcomed as well. There you Love go. Love it. All right, we'll get this on our social media. We'll yep. pump it as well. Yep, hundred holes for growing the game. That's a great, great for the game. Yep. So great job, Kalen. All right, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you Kalen. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye. Right. Well, that was Kalen Dolby, and always a pleasure to to have her on or talk to her and, and really a hundred holes, that's going to be something special for those guys. And at least, you know, whatever they raise, that's, that's awesome. But uh, for those kids that are playing too, that's, that's a memory. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely you're, you're growing a memory there. So yeah. um, great stuff on the other side of the break, gents, we got a lot to get into. We've got the, the tour championship FedEx mm-hmm. cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. A lot happened last week um, in uh, Chicago um, and we got a lot to break down. So stick around. Other side of the break, we're gonna we're gonna get some PGA Tour golf. We'll be right back. Okay. So before we get into the ad breakdown, all this stuff, we did we brought in our friend. This is Jackson. Jackson, welcome to the podcast. We shots podcast. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for stopping in. So we did. I know Marcus. He was talking to you, kind of filled you in a little bit. But when we were in our first segment, we saw you walking by, and we we got into a little bit of a disagreement here. Uh, just to get into it, Chuck was thinking Ric Flair. You saw you walking in. He went to Ric Flair. Like, yes. I, on the other hand, I was as you were walking down, I said, no, that's got to be Ken from Barbie. So quickly before you get into it, what 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 inspired the, the fur coat and bandana? You, you want the answer. I yeah. Do, yeah. This is Ken from Barbie. It is Ken ah. from Barbie. 
Oh, you guys how many times have you it. seen the movie, LJ? I've seen it once. I got no chance. He's seen it so many I'm times. Married, I'm married now. Okay. Emily brought me to the movie, so I, got, I, got, I went there. So what so inspired you? Come as Ken in a jacket. It's I don't know if it's eighty degrees out there, and to play golf in that jacket. Well, it, it all started. It's uh, I, I don't know if it's phenomenon with every Ryan Gosling movie that comes out. There's always a jacket. There was Drive, Blade Runner, now Barbie. Mm. I hopped on the trend as soon as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. I bought this. It was only like thirty bucks from Walmart. Really? There we um, go, Walmart. <laughs> It's not what I was expecting, but I, I mean, right. I only paid thirty bucks for it. Right. And every other time I've tried to wear it to work, I've just forgot it on the bed and thought, "We're going golfing today. Perfect. It's going to be eighty degrees. Yep. Might as well. Why not grab a fur coat? Why not grab out? a fur coat? <laughs> That's fantastic. Can't so, Barbie. And he's taking shots in it. He's out there hitting balls in it. I love it. I'm not taking it off. <laughs> I love it. So, it, so what brought it? Is a company out? So you're doing this with coworkers? Yeah, you're not just friends. Yep. Coworkers. No, coworkers. That's yeah, okay. yeah. We were right. actually supposed to be on the lake today, and I was going to bring this too. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, That's commitment. That's commitment right there. Yeah, it is. I like that. Let's plug lot. your company. What what company you work for? Uh, Mobile Pro. Mobile it's Pro. a it's a video production company. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. We we bring projectors, speakers, everything to live events for for companies. We. Have you been at WeFest? We, we yeah, we we brought the TVs and everything for WeFest. We did a big screen for the yep. barn stage this year. Actually, we sat yeah, yeah, yeah. a year ago. We sat in the back talking with I forget the gentleman's name, but there was somebody that uh, Bryce, our facility director, knows, and we ended up sitting there. Man, I had a beverage or two yeah, with the neat, individual. Neat stuff. Yep. You, yeah, you guys do great fact, work. We were talking about reaching out to you for uh, scoreboards for the Bobcat North Dakota Open, which is this weekend. Um, about having mobile scoreboards, so maybe we'll yeah. have to offline. We yep. visit. But. We'll see. Offline. Well, thank you, Jackson, for stepping That's in here, sweet settling note. a debate. I'm one zero in the debate. Well, I think my score is a little higher on this show. But yeah, it is. He's more in touch today. LJ yeah. more in touch with you. I get it. I get it. The beauty of it, though, is it could pull off a Ric Flair too, though. Well, now I'm thinking about. It. I'm going to go look it up. Get the rest <laughs> of the ensemble. <laughs> so now he's got both. Rick Do you know Flair who Ric Flair is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now go watch. The, I think it might be Netflix. Yeah, it's a There's Netflix a- show. On him. on him yeah documentary yeah he's yeah. interesting it's, interesting yeah. man I, i've definitely wrestling. seen all the old clips but okay. I, I didn't mean i never was big into wrestling I'm, okay i'm a young guy he's more right. of a he's more of a ken from barbie guy so. <laughs> yeah. well it's I fantastic that. i yeah. hope it helps your game out there yep. oh it's not i hit 30 yards <laughs> for a swing. it's early he's still got a lot of time left right all right. There That's awesome. Well, thanks, Jackson. Thanks right. for stopping. Nice meeting you, yeah. Jackson. It's yeah. a pleasure. Thanks for being a good awesome. sport. All right. And on the, on the other side, now we got Golf Talk coming up. So stick around. This segment brought to you by Sweet Shots Trivia Night, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. in the lounge and second floor bays. We've got trivia going on. We're playing for some Sweet Shots gift cards and prizes. Um, come on out. Test your knowledge. I believe the the ad that Kylie puts out it's it's some useful and some not so useful knowledge. Yep, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yep. Uh, so if you if you fancy yourself a little bit of trivia, um, you know, get on out here and, and try and play. I, I've been around at the start of it. There's some funny questions in there and some good ones. I know you. I was here for a night. Yep, sports history, yep. current events, you name it. old events, office, and you can play the office. You can play uh, while you're playing golf on the second level as well. That's right. So not just in the lounge. So you can play golf and play trivia at the same time. Correct. Exactly. And great That's prizes, fine. gift yep. cards, sweet shots. So there we go. And no cost. No play. cost. Free to play. You said that, didn't you? I think. I, I hope I did. You I, did. If I didn't, I did now. Yep. Um, yeah, Sweet Shots Trivia Night, Tuesday, 6 p.m. in the lounge or second floor T-line, free to play. So come on out, test your knowledge, 
both useful and just that other knowledge. Um, all right. Anyways, guys, we're getting into it. We've we've got a ton, a ton of golf. Not only are we talking FedEx Cup playoffs, which is happening right now, but you look down yep. the road and we've got the Ryder Cup. Yes. Um, and boy, is that heating up. I'm not sure that there's, uh, in recent memory anyway, just kind of something that's been this close. And it, I mean, not to get into it right away, but maybe. But if you would have told me, like, we've got Lucas Glover and Wyndham Clark, on the U.S. Who would have thought team. beginning of the year? Beginning Not a chance. There's just I would I'd, I'd kind of laugh honestly. <laughs> Agreed. You got Lucas Glover over Justin Thomas. Maybe. Who would have thought? Well, yeah. You want to get into let's, this? Let's, let's getting into that. Let's do it. Okay. Do so it. I pulled up the list. So those that have qualified for the U.S. Open team as of this podcast recording, it is the top six, right? Mm-hmm. So you got Shoffley. Sh- or, or I'm sorry, he is Shoffley. We'll go in the opposite order. Shoffley is in. Uh, Homa. Based on his great event. Yep. Uh, Cantley, the, uh, yep, Harmon, U.S. Mm-hmm. Open champion. Clark, British Open Scheffler. champion. Clark and Scheffler. I, that's Ooh. okay. They're playing good golf. That, to me, that's not inspiring. It's not me. an inspiring team. No, it's not like, wow, that's Fowler's a, not in there already? A that's a Ryder Cup no, juggernaut. No, he so, is, really. So there's your six qualifiers. Now, you got Kepka next. He lost two spots last week. Yeah. With Homa winning. Yeah. I don't know how you keep Kepka off the off the team. Hovland won last week. Two weeks ago. No, Homa played well. He played he well. He just played well. You're yeah. right. You're right. I'm sorry. Kepka's got to get beyond that team. And he's been bumped from the auto picks. So He's he, does he though? I well, yeah, he does. okay, let's talk about it. Well, yeah, but if does. you don't have, you know, we talked about it last week, I think with these live guys, I think you got to have two of them on there. If you don't have wishy washy on yeah. Bryson, I don't think you can just have one because then it ruins the locker room atmosphere. Oh, DJ and Bryson, Although, you think DJ's gonna make the team no. too? He's too far down. No, he's way, he's way down there. You're basically relying on his, his Ryder Cup record. They just don't, and Bryson even he said it, I saw his quote, but. He understands the position Zach Johnson's in because he just doesn't see him play anymore. Dustin so Johnson's like, in fortieth. Okay, but so because really he doesn't play. But Kepka, you know, would you give him the benefit of the doubt because you know, allegedly he's he maybe he was dragging his feet on whether he was going to be a live guy, and he kind of never yeah. he's never come out. He's been outspoken about how great live is. I think he did it because he was injured. It was just a decision he he made mentally. I yeah. think I think. He would be fine in that locker room. Personally, I, I don't think the players would have a problem with him at all. I think he could be a standalone live guy in there. And if you didn't put a live guy, how do you, how do you think that would go over with no live players on your Ryder Cup team? I think you're going to anger all five of their fans. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I don't true. know. I just, I said it last week too. I think you got to go with the with the guys that are playing the best right now momentum going into it and i just don't know again i haven't i don't watch a whole lot of get live so it's just you know it's tough for me to go yep he's playing well put him on the team i don't know kepka i could go either way on i could go either way if he's off the team i'm not gonna be heartbroken but well i i look at it from the standpoint if if i'm a european uh coach or uh captain Captain. and a player on who don't i want to play i don't think i want to play brooks kepka no I would agree. Dude's got game. And then, mm. okay, so uh, Jordan Spieth, might have heard of him. He's in the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think he's get, in if he has a good week this week. If he plays well at East Lake, I think he's in. He's in. I, again, I don't think you want to play him. He does hit some crazy shots. I don't think there's any way around that. And then after that, I think it's, it's you know, Fowler's dropped to 13th. Sam Burns, um, he had one good round last week. I think he shot 62 one round. Yep. And then was like around 70, all the other rounds. Um, a guy like Glover's been hot as you know what, but he's 16th. He just kind of, it was so, just so last up. week. But there again, you got to look at recent form. You, you got to get the guys we touched on last week. Like, I don't think you can touch JT because all you're going to rely on is, is no, his, his previous. Yep. He's 15th. So, but he's ahead of Glover. Remind right, me. That's what I'm saying. Like, you'd almost go Glover over JT because Glover recently has been playing a playing lot better than JT has. So six automatics. And then how many in the, on the team total? Is it 12 guys? 12. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think. And they do two captain picks. Is it 10 that earn it or is it? No, it's it's six. Six, six automatics, cap- six captains. Oh, it is six. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I think I think Kepka's Spieth are in. I think that makes it eight, and then the rest, the four, it's going to be, I don't know. I mean, Fowler's in the thirteenth. I have a, I have a feeling. Zach's going to, I think he's going to put Justin Thomas on the team. Mm-hmm. I just, I, if he does that, I would, I would not be happy with him. Again, I, I lean on recent form, but I just don't. He's such a mental head case right now, and it's, I mean, it is his fault, but it's not like a. I'm not counting him out for the rest of his career. I'm just saying the rider bad spot. Yeah. He's just mentally in a bad spot. And so like all of a sudden you get down in a match three, four down. I don't think he's in a mental spot where he can grind that out. I just don't think, but if he pairs him with somebody. Yeah. But then you got to look at, you know, most likely he's going to pair him with Jordan Spieth. I still, I don't think Jordan Spieth can carry a guy for a full round. I think Jordan Spieth's going to hit some shots that are like, what is like, Jordan Spieth is going to find new spots in Rome that have never seen golf. That's, That's true. What's going to happen? And at that point, you're going to need a partner that you can rely on. And if they're a couple down, I just don't think Jordan or Justin Thomas is that guy. So this reminds me. I think back in the day, Bubba was in a tough spot, Bubba Watson, and he didn't make it on the team, but he was there as a like a vice captain. It was at uh, 2016. It was, was that, that his thing? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, so maybe is that the role for Justin I Thomas? I 100 think that's the role. Mm. I think he's a have think, him be there, have yep. him be around. Yep. I, I think logically, if I'm if I'm the captain, which I wish, and objectively looking at it, I think you got to keep JT off the team, but as an assistant assistant captain, he's still good for locker room morale. He's still going to be able to boost, um, you know, help help guys like a Jordan Speed thing. Him and Jordan Speed gel really well together. But again, his mm-hmm. game's just not there to help him out. But mentally, he can help him out. So sure, I think assisting he's got assistant captain written all over him now. Um, who fills that spot? I. I don't mind a Lucas Glover. I, I don't know if he's got... Well, it goes back to your man. comment of hot hand. Yeah, there's nobody yeah. hotter right now. Correct. So Russell Henley moved up two spots Henley. to 18. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of a lot of really good guys down the list. It'll be interesting to see where Zach Johnson goes with that. Keegan so, Bradley, 11th. He's a grinder. He I don't is. think I'd want to play Keegan there are Bradley. There's so many names. I just don't... I can't believe the names that were thrown around right now for the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup. Yeah. Well, this whole live separation deal is really... That did not well, help at all. Impactful. Yeah. That didn't help at all. So we'll know after Eastlake, after this weekend, then I think that's it's the, set. I think that's the cutoff, right? <clears throat> I should know that. Shit, you're going. I should know that. Um, 
yeah, these picks have to come, you know, because it's the end of September is the tournament. It's got to happen, I would think, in the next two weeks. They've yeah, got to yeah. have their picks in, I would think. And maybe you guys know this, but, I mean, this to me, anyway, this, this means more than winning at home because the U.S. has a drought of winning in Europe since, like, it's been a while. the 50s? No. Not that no, long. heavens no. 80s? No. They won in, um, well, 80, 83. Um, we could look that up. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'll look I'll, that up quick. I got it. But you know, it goes back to you know Europe for years. They say they're just a tighter group of guys because of what they go through to make it to that level. They play together. They travel together on those mini tours, whereas our guys are more separated, individualized, yeah, yeah. and they and, and they lack. Um, there might be something to that. But it just seems like when you got guys like, you know, uh, Ian Poulter that just step up and start making putts, Sergio Garcia, Bulldog. you know, Sev- Sevi Ballesteros, yeah. these guys just out of nowhere. Start- I'm glad Ian Poulter went to live and he's not going to be on the Ryder Cup. That guy, unbelievable, that guy. I mean, him in the Ryder Cup's just the worst. And I haven't studied what Euro- Europe's doing for their teams. I think next week we can talk about the. About their team, but I know that that's heated up quite a bit. Of course, yes. it's going to as they start well, trying to. Victor Hovland just goes out and shoots exactly. 61. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're between John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland. You got, uh, I don't even know who the top I six think we're going to get are. smoked. I, and that's what I'm saying. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's on there too. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for yeah, USA, could. baby. But if you look at the, the, power that Europe's going to be throwing at us in Europe and then we've, we're we're hopefully relying on some hot hands in a completely different format that they that they've been playing in. Yeah. And I, I Europe never picks a golf course that doesn't favor them or the setup. Sure. So I imagine, you know, the last time it was in Europe, I think they made the fairways like super narrow. Yeah, does that favor Europe? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like Take as away big, our as bombers. Table, big as this table. Yeah. And yeah. then they were hitting irons here and there, and our guys didn't adjust and got crushed. Yeah. So now it, it's going to be an interesting. I'm, I'm, I hope you know. It's almost like we're coming from an underdog. I think I saw the last uh, Vegas odds was Europe was plus one fifty, so mm. it's tight. Um, but I think uh, Great Britain. Oh, that's way back. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still <clears throat> trying to look for look for. I think you got to. I think you got to. With with what we have in auto, in the lack of experience or names, I I think I think uh, Coach Johnson is gonna pick up guys that have experience. The Kepkas, yep, Kepka, Spieth, yep, Keegan Bradley, Ricky Fowler that have played in it. And I I'm I mean you look, Justin Thomas, fifteen. I I'm saying I don't think it's out of the realm, based on the existing guys we have on the team. Mm, okay. Disagree. It was 1993 is the last time the United States won a Ryder Cup in At Europe. the Belfry? That's correct. Which, coincidentally, we do have that golf course on uh, Top Tracer System. Yeah. Fun fact. Okay. Um, 1993 was the last one. So now wow. I know. It's been a while. Yep. Wow. Well, it's going to be a great event. I will be there. Yes, in you person. will. Yeah. I am, as it's hitting me, it's getting closer and closer. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to, I'm going to do a little research and see if I can get press credentials. Mm. Start doing some. 
They're podcaster. Probably, what's the time change? Like how like are we up at like three AM to make this podcast work or what's the oh. what's the time change? Well, you've been there. Yeah, it's been like it's eight five hours, years. I think. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's eight hours. All right. All right, so we, so we could do like a recap kind it's of It's 8 p.m. right now over We there. could do a recap deal with you. Do a recap. I, I like could be it. live on the range. I like it. Really? All right. I like I like it a lot. Um, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be really uh, some really good stuff. Um, going to be oh, – all right, thanks, Siri. Um, I think it would be really interesting to watch just how that unfolds primarily through this week. I mean, both, you got both Europeans and, and – and Englishmen or Americans in, in this East Lake tournament too. So it's going to final tournament of the year, final tournament, the tour championship, they call it, yep. which uh, every time that I hear this, I, I know. immediately go to happy Gilmore. <laughs> we're playing <laughs> a little bit. We're, yeah. we're playing for the golden jacket here, boys. Okay. Um, and so we've kind of got two tournaments going on. We've got the FedEx cup point race. So the, the winner of the FedEx cup is overall season points. And then you've got the winner of the tournament itself, That's right. which I believe in back in 2000. Xander. Well, I'm, I'm talking Tiger Woods because this is what happened. He won the tournament okay. and Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup. Xander, that happened to Shoffley. He won the tournament. Yeah. And then. Did not win the, did not win the FedEx Cup. Cup. Correct. You better go more Tiger Woods, like the GOAT. I'm talking that's what, that's what like sparked the, he's back. I can't oh, remember if it was 2018. It wasn't 2019. Oh, but he won the he won won the FedEx Cup Tournament of Champions, and then he went out and won the Green Jacket. Okay, right? Tiger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it went down. Oh, okay. So what are you saying? Whoever wins this is going to win the Masters. Which is possible. There might be a correlation there. I don't there know. you go. Okay. Well, let's think. Who won it last year? I don't remember. Who won the Masters this year? Rom. Rom. Anyway. Did he? Wow, yeah, was the Masters? That yeah. seems like a lifetime ago. April? This year. Yeah. Doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. It, it does. Wow. I remember that that week is a great week. So Chef's got the number one seed. Yes. And so it's interesting when we look at this is the only tournament that does this, and we can talk about whether we like it or don't like it, but it's staggered scoring to start. And so Scotty Scheffler starts with a two-stroke lead over Victor Hovland and a 10-stroke lead over um, what is the bottom – so it's 30 through like, like 25 a, or something Emilio like that. Emilio Grillo, he's yep. got a 10-stroke lead. So Scotty Scheffler starts at 10 under par. Victor Hovland at top five. Yep. Victor Hovland's net, uh, minus eight. He's got one-shot lead over Rory McIlroy. He's got one-shot lead over John Rahm. And Lucas Glover rounds it out at minus five at top five. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't know why. they. I guess they do it for the FedEx Cup race. That's right. Because he's been dominating, but it's points. such a weird it's, format. It's a terrible. Yes. So when you're watching the event, it reduces what that event, the watchability of that event. Because yeah. if he plays well, he's going to be leading by six, right? Yeah. Instead I mean, of leading by two or yeah. four or whatever two, so it all of a sudden, why am I going to tune into? The, I think your general golf fans not going to realize what they did. And you'd flip it on on Sunday, and you go, "He's leading by eight. Yeah. I don't want to watch this. Where's the drama? If you don't understand that, hey, we're playing for a bigger prize than FedEx, which I would guess 70% of golf fans might not when they flip and cruise and they go, ah. And that's where I bet you the broadcast is just going to hammer that every 30 seconds. And, you know, as FedEx, a reminder, yeah. yeah. As a reminder, we're playing for something bigger than this, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know, to me, I'd rather watch them all start it even yes. and, and, and let them duke it out. And whoever. Well, have the event be the event. 
have yep. them play normal event and then have a have a separate FedEx score card that tells you okay here's where they here's where that in the in the lead for the FedEx Cup points. Mm-hmm. So have your golf tournament mm-hmm. and then and then do your math with the 10 stroke lead or whatever. So it's a game within the game. Yep. But do it the no, opposite like that. way yeah. that they're doing it. So you have you don't lose the integrity of your tournament. Of the actual golf tournament. Sure. Yeah, it's weird because when they make this change, like two years ago, maybe more Sounds than right. that. Three, I'm maybe not a fan two, three now. years ago. So in DraftKings, you know what it says. Oh boy! Draft alert: Golfers in the field have been assigned yeah. an initial starting position. This starting position will affect fantasy points for finishing position only. So f- an example would be Scheffler. Right when this tournament starts, starts with thirty points because he's the oh, so leader. Because he's the winner. Cause the leader. Because he's a leader. And then yeah, the leader. next guy is twenty-five points and twenty points and. Yes, that's how this works. But if, what's he got, a three-stroke? Two-stroke. Two yep. Chef comes out and goes double and bogey, and Victor jumps ahead of him, and he gets, he's got the 30-point. So that's, that's key, but you just don't want a top-heavy guys because you know the guys down like at an even par, two under. They're gonna, there's going to be some movement gonna make there. Some, They're yeah. going to make some birdies. Yep. Yeah, no, that's an interesting wrinkle, and I'm going to do full disclosure here. I forgot to draft a team this week, and we're using my phone as a as a camera. So I'm uh, okay. I'll be a late entry. We'll recap next week. Okay, but I'll get all the info from you guys. I haven't uh, done a team yet either. I did a we, team. Okay, I'm going to do one live You're on air. Live. But we uh, we have settled up from last week. I didn't yeah. bring the goat. Sorry. No, that's okay. I I'll, lost I'll, by. I lost by three points. I held it together. I ended wow. up making a little bit of money. I was at four fifty even with my squad. And you made some money. And I made nice a little job. bit of money. And it was uh you know, it was the Fitzpatrick pick that mm-hmm. I think kinda helped me along. Four fifty. I was I was three points less than that and didn't make money. So I picked the wrong game, evidently. Okay. Yeah. I'm splitting hairs here. But getting into this week, um, you know, there's a couple uh call them sleepers. It's weird with the with the scoring, how that impacts, but uh Talking with Jim Bigelow down in down in the academy, you know, he made a good point in that Jordan Spieth at East Lake is uh, a heck of a combination. Jordan plays really well at East Lake historically, but something that I know a little so more. Does Rory? Let me get there. Rory wasn't what I was going to say. Okay, but you ready for this? Sure. Here's this name: Xander Shoffley. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. He's played here twenty four. Career rounds. He's made attorney. He's played twenty four career rounds at East Lake. He has never been over par. Is that something? Never been over par. Wow. The next closest, the next closest guy. There's eleven of them actually with no career rounds over par. There's four career rounds. Really? That's saying something right That's, there. He's <clears throat> six. He's played here six times, and has never been over par. Xander Shaffley, book it. Okay. I like it. I don't know where he's starting out in the field exactly, but well, let me take a peek here, LJ. Um, Xander, my other my other little nugget. So Scotty Scheffler, for what it's worth, obviously having started out at at thirty points, um, pretty enticing to some people. Um, when you look at the overall strokes gained statistics for the year, for the entire year, he is the only player to gain over one hundred and twenty five strokes T degree. Mm-hmm. But his actual number, so like the 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 list capped off at at one twenty five, is actually he has gained two hundred and fourteen strokes t to green. It's ridiculous. Two hundred and fourteen, and the next closest was like a hundred. 
That's separating yourself. That's separating yourself. The only thing that's holding him back is he's losing over 20 strokes putting. <laughs> right. And he made the switch to a mallet putter, which he almost found last week. I think he, he was better last week. So if Chef plays average, to his average, T to green. Runs away with it. How is anybody catching him? Nobody's going to catch him. No way. Nope. I think like recent form, but, even looking at recent form, I just don't think that there's somebody like with the way that it is staggered start. Yep. Victor, maybe if he just continues his, his hot, hot streak. Right. But you look at the the other guys, they start so far behind Scotty. If he just plays average, yep. he runs away with it. Correct. Yeah. Great point. That's why I don't like the format of this tournament. Right. He's yep. his body work. Is worthy of that to win the FedEx yes. deal. FedEx Cup. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, he's earned 100%. But yep. to do a tournament and then base yeah. you know, your your payout on 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 that, ooh, that's it just doesn't seem sure. It it's like using the term like they're trying to make it equitable, right? So everybody yep. starts at a different deal. It just mm-hmm. it's it's kind of what's wrong, I think, with our mentality right it's, now. Yeah, bigger, bigger they came out when they first came out with it. They gave a big reason for it, and you're like, okay, kind of see where that comes from. But again, it just for the viewer, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think you're guessing if you're going to say this is worthy of a two-stroke lead, or now you're leading. You know, yeah, it's, it's not just, like a. I don't know that you can statistically back it up. I'd, I'd rather they tried to start it, start it even par and let them play. Yeah, let the now we say play. all that, and Rory and Victor are going to probably make a charge and just come down to the final yeah, hole between the three. Be, of them. Then it's going to be, be like, PGA Tour is unbelievable. It's going to be the anyway. PJ's Tour dream. You know, right. got yeah. Rom, Rom Roy well, I have the winning Scott. team, but. Okay. Right. Let's, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I get to go first because yeah, you Yeah, I don't, don't have, have a team, team so I'm okay. going to take it. Sam Burns. Burnsy, I just. Recent form. And he's cheap. And he's cheap. 6,100. Mm-hmm. Well, there again, we talk about it all the time. This is like he's elevated be event. super loaded. Popular. He's going to be Because he's oh such a God. good value. Well, the price. How about Grillo? What, what price is he? He's 6,100. Burns. Grillo, Grillo, I got Grillo at fifty seven hundred. That's a value right there. What? So we were talking 57? about it. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Italians. It's what nationality is Emilio Grillo? It says he click Spanish, his I think. click his uh, name. He's Argentina. Argentina. Oh, there's yeah. been a long list yeah. of good Argentinian players. Yeah. Um, because we talked about the lack of quality Italian players, but there's yet like, they get to host a Ryder Cup. There's like two Italian players. Well, the brothers, the Molinaris, uh, Molinaris, Francisco. Were, they were they were Francisco. good. I just like saying Francisco. Francisco. And then a grinder of all grinders, Hatton. Mm, Terrell I don't Hatton. like that guy. He can keep his emotions in check. And then the clip of yes. last week. Yeah, he's, he's just like a smart whatever. whatever. Well, he doesn't want him to be there. Good luck on that one. <laughs> I know. Is um, he a Ryder Cup contender? Yes. Oh, there oh, you go. He's going to be, he's like my yep. next Ian Boulder, I feel like. And then this is where the team gets great. I go, <laughs> and I'm just going to rattle him <laughs> off. McElroy, Shoffley, Speed. I did it. I found all three of those guys on one team. Wow. Nice. Okay. Well, Spieth, look at you go. Too pricey. But yeah, McElroy and yeah, Chef. Spieth was only 6,700. Yeah. Yeah. He plays well. Nice. I like it, But Mark. based on good. the course record, I mean, Shoffley I like and, uh, and McElroy. I like that. That's a good That's a good squad. Yep. So I'm saving that squad and good. putting it in the books. I also went with Emilio Grillo. I like saying Value. Yep. Value. Just. Here's why I did it, because LJ and I had a conversation last week walking down the steps, and I said, I'd never play that guy. Remember? Yep. Oh, yeah, because I played him. Yep, because even yeah. I think it's karma. I need to play him. Okay. I went Brian Harmon. Yeah. Lefty. 
And he just Brian's won Ryder Cup. Is, yep. Brian's going to be grinding. He's a grinder. I like he's where he's at. He's too short for the Tour Championship course. Too oh, short. Height-wise? Or length? Both. Both. <laughs> Personal. Yep. He's only 5'9". You can't nine. really see some of the bottoms uh-huh. of the flag sticks. <laughs> so, All right. But no, I don't think he hits it far enough. But All right. I think you just need to hit it straight. Driving accuracy is the key thing. Russell Henley. Yeah, we talked Sneaky, about him. quiet yeah. man. Um, I argue LJ's point earlier about who's got the best track record at this course is Rory. So I got Rory on my team. He does. Yeah. What's he have? Three FedEx Cups? Uh, and then I went Colin Morikawa. I think Colin's going to come out firing at sticks. Is, it, can I, is that guy on the, already on Ryder Cup? Mm-mm. No, he's no, outside he's the a, number. He's had a really tough year this year. Well, he's about 13th. Okay. Well, but he has had a tough year. Yeah, he has. You talk about recent form. And remember, it's a two-year cumulative point. Yep, okay. Yep. And then Seb Straka. <laughs> Didn't he just, by the skin of his teeth, get into this? He finished 37th last week. Yeah, it must have just I been the last was, one in. He was like charging right at the end. Okay. Yeah, so good, good teams. we'll see. Good teams. So you went Rory. That's your heavy I'm going hitter. Rory's my heavy mm-hmm. hitter. Mm-hmm. He's so going to catch. Think is is, is chef. Uh, chef just too chalky? Are guys grabbing Chef too much, or do they staying away from him? I don't think. No, I think he's going to win it, but he doesn't need to go low. And in DFS, you need a guy making birdies and eagles. I mean, it is Chef. He could go out and shoot 62 just as well as anybody, but right. he doesn't need to be aggressive. Hmm. We need guys that are looking to move up that leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah, what do, what do they have to lose? Because they, they need to win. They need to win. But there's not a next tournament so kind I, of deal. Yep. I think that next segment underneath the chef is the guys you got to target. You're, you're, they're going for them. They're going for so broke. That, you're a decade guy, Mark. Okay. Is this, is this a tournament where kind of decade, and we've I think we've had this discussion, but is this a tournament where like safe plays go out the window? You're just like, I'm, I'm making as many birdies as possible. Or are these guys still doing center greens if it yeah, goes and get I, lucky? This is my hunch, and I would think they play this way. I think they are so programmed to play to their strengths and what they do that they're not going to venture from that. They're so gonna they're going to play, whether they're thinking decade golf or whatever, they know pins that they tend to have more success at. If it's a back left for a guy that draws it or what, I, I think they're so disciplined that I, I think they're better off just playing their game and hopefully they get a hot butter. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I just, I don't know what good is going to come from all of a sudden them trying to change everything. It throwing it at some sticks that they just normally don't throw at. Yeah, I, sure. That's my opinion. It'd be fun to ask a player. Maybe at the Ryder Cup, I can ask him. Sure. Right. But it'd I be think, fun to ask him and go, yeah. does your mentality change? I bet they... Mm-hmm. I bet I you it's split, don't. though, because I feel like, I mean, just in anything, you got field players, you got stats players, you know, like a like a Matt's Fit, Matt Fitzpatrick, I see him, He's he's got his game plan, he's not going to change from that at all. But then, not to stick with the Englishman, but like Tyrrell Hatton, like what does he have to lose? He's I I could see him just like, okay. Screw it, I'm gonna hit a bunch of birdies. Sure, you know, like whatever it is. But you know, that's that would be. We my shall see. That. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Gonna it's find gonna be out. fun. This is uh this will be good. Uh, we'll recap this, and we're getting closer to the Ryder Cup. More things are gonna happen. We're gonna stay on top of that. But uh, this has been a great show. Uh, thanks again to to it was Jackson right with the Jackson Ken Ken from yep. Barbie. Ken's yep. hitting a shot. Right the jacket is off, for the record. The jacket yep. is off. And Has he always been a lefty, or did he just say, switch on No, he's lefty. Sure, like, okay. Now he's, now he's on his phone while hitting balls. This guy's he's got it all Multitasker. So Love thanks, him. Thanks for Jackson. Thanks, for Jackson. stepping in. And uh, thanks to Kalen Dolby for stepping yep. in. And again, uh, if you're in DLA, stop in. Give him a call. 
donate to great great cause 100 holes golf thursday the 24th um and uh we'll see you guys next time bye now